You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We are very excited to be here today and to help you get some projects done around your house. Whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or a direct-it-yourselfer, we can help assure that you don't become a do-it-to-yourselfer and mess up your project. Call us first. <laughs> we'll give you the step-by-step. The number is 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. We are here to talk about you and your house and how you can take care of it on your own. 888-666-3974. Got a great hour planned for you coming up. Do you have a major renovation plan? Before you start to make over your home, you very often have to demolish what's there first. And some say that's the best part. It certainly is the stress-relieving part of the project. <laughs> so in a few minutes, we're going to give you tips on a brand new tool that makes the demolishing that much easier and it's a small tool. It's it's not for like tearing down entire houses, but it's like clearly the fastest way to like take apart a wall if you're going to do just some minor, minor remodeling. It's brand new, uh, just out in the market. It's got a really fun name too. So we'll tell you about that in just a bit. Mm-hmm. And you know what? All it really takes is one furniture move, or maybe a clumsy kid or relative in your house, and you've suddenly got a nick or a dent in the wood trim in, say, you know, the pass-through in your living room or right on your beautiful wainscoting. Well, we've got an efficient and inexpensive fix for that problem. And it can be gross, but also very dangerous. We're talking about mold in your house. Do you know how to keep it at bay? We do. We'll have that tip coming up. And also this hour, we're giving away a great solution to both your seating and your storage problems. It's a closet-made bench along with fabric drawer bins that neatly tuck inside, and then they can hide your shoes or whatever kind of clutter you just want to put away. And it's a price worth 81 bucks. Going out to one caller whose name will draw at random, so pick up the phone and give us a call right now. It might be you. The number is 888-MONEY-PIT. Let's get right to it. Leslie, who's first? All right, now we've got Rich in Kentucky on the line who's dealing with a condensation issue. Rich, how can we help you? Went in the crawl space, you know, last year to run some wire, and I got all this water, and it's on the uh, heating and air ducts. And it's nice, fresh, clean water dripping on the uh, vapor barrier. When I bought the house, the, the two vents that are down there are blocked. I, they might have did that when they put in the radon vapor barrier system. So basically, I was mopping it up with the towel and putting it in a bucket to get it out of there. And, I was just, you know, same thing's going to happen this summer when I run the air conditioning, I guess. This is a crawl space that's unfinished, and you have a radon ventilation system in the crawl space, or it's a basement? Uh, the radon's in the basement, but I thought there was a tube going into the... Okay, because typically, here's what you're going to do. With with a radon system, the basement, if it's finishable, it's going to be sealed and have a ventilation system installed into it. The crawl space is usually, you never put a radon system in a crawl space because a crawl space is always vented. 
And if the crawl space is open to the basement, then if anything, you might seal off the space between the crawl space and the basement to create two separate and distinct areas that have their uh, respective levels of ventilation. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's pretty much blocked off. I guess the radon doesn't go in there then. So now let's talk about your moisture problem. Now, what you're seeing in the ductwork is condensation uh, because the ducts get cold when you run air conditioning and you have warm, moist air in the crawl space area and that condenses on the outside surfaces of the ducts and, and they drain. Basically, they drip. So what can you do about that? A couple of things. First of all, we can take some steps to reduce the amount of humidity that you have in the crawl space. So how do we do that? Well, number one, I want you to look at your gutters outside. Make sure that the gutters are clean, free-flowing, and discharging away from the house. We want no water collecting anywhere near the first four to six feet away from that foundation. Because that's just going to find its way right back into your crawl space. Exactly. Big U-turn. Okay. Then look at the slope of the soil and make sure that the soil slopes away and make sure the gutters are finally clean. So that, all that water from the rain is moving away from the house, that's good. The next thing that you can do is you can make sure that those, ventilate, that those vents are open in the crawl space. And then thirdly, you can add a dehumidifier. Take a look at the Santa Fe dehumidifiers. They're best in the business. They are Energy Star rated, so they're not going to cost you an arm and leg to operate. And they're going to totally dry out that crawl space. And then the fourth thing that you can do is insulate the ducts. So drainage on the outside, open up the vents, get a Santa Fe dehumidifier, and then insulate the ducts. And that will stop the problem. Okay, that'll work. Thanks for the answer. You're very welcome. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. All right, now we've got Lori on the line who needs some help with a kitchen flooring project. How can we help you? I am needing to put a new kitchen floor in, but I need something that's going to be easy on my joint. One of the floors that I like to recommend for kitchens that are soft, forgiving, and beautiful is cork. And surprisingly enough, it's very durable. If sealed properly, it's great for a kitchen environment. And it's soft because of the nature of the cork itself. So it does tend to be a little bit easier on your legs. Awesome. And cork also lasts forever. You know, the uh, there's a very famous house that has cork floors. It's the Falling Water House that was built by Frank Lloyd Wright back in the uh, late 30s, early 40s. I had a chance to visit it this summer, and I was really pleasantly surprised to see that he originally installed cork floors into the bathroom, and they still were in good shape. Wow. It's a very durable and very eco-friendly product as well. And it can be very, very beautiful. Okay, that sounds like something that I will be looking into. All right, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Get this, guys. We are a few short weeks away from Memorial Day. I cannot even believe it, but that is the official kickoff to summer. So if you've got things on your to-do list, let's get them done so you can actually kick back and relax. We are here for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, do you have an amazing idea for an open floor plan and perhaps are ready to start that remodel? Well, not so fast. First, got to demolish the old before you get a chance to bring in the new. And there's a new tool that can make that super easy and pretty fun. We'll have that tip after this. Hey, this is Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs, and I've just been told that Tom and Leslie might have a dirtier job than me. I find that hard to believe, but then I heard they worked in a pit. That's a money pit, but... Still filthy.
Money Pit is brought to you by Bostitch, professional quality hand tools, pneumatic and cordless nailers and staplers. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti, and we want to hear from you, so give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT. Now, we always give you a hand with your home improvement projects, but we also like to give away some pretty awesome prizes. And this hour, we've got up for grabs a great storage solution that also provides extra seating. It's a closet-made cubicle three-cube storage bench, and it comes with three fabric bins. And it's great for your front entry or your mudroom or even at the end of a bed or a kid's room. I mean, it's super functional and it's really cute. It's worth $81. So give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT for your chance to win, or you can learn more at closetmade.com. 888-666-3974. Now we've got Roland in North Carolina on the line who needs some help removing some rust. What can we do for you today? I have some exposed I-beams in my basement that support uh, a port floor garage above. And uh, during construction, uh, obviously they experience some rust. And uh, they're 20 feet long, uh, 12 inches high. So I've got about 400 uh, square feet, if you will, of uh, rusted steel. And I'm looking to paint them or finish them off a little bit. And I was looking at the Rust-Oleum products and figuring I would go through 15 or 20 cans just to cover that amount of space. So I was wondering if you guys had a better idea and how much prep I should do. Should I just leave? They haven't rusted since the house has been finished. Um, but it does have, you know, a coating of rust on there. Is there a better way, and and how should I be concerned about prepping them before painting? Well, a light sanding would be important to remove any of that loose rust, that loose surface rust. And it's not deep. It's just on the surface. That's right. And then using a Rust-Oleum primer would be the next step, not the surface paint, but the primer. Now, instead of using, you know, individual spray cans, why don't you buy the gallons of Rust-Oleum and rent a sprayer if you have to, a paint sprayer from a rental yard? It would make it super easy. Right. That's the best way to go. Yeah. Plus, you know, you're inside and using a can of spray paint is not going to make you feel very well. And it's certainly going to make the house stink up a storm. Um, while certainly easy for, you know, application, it's not really the best approach for an interior project. If you're using, you know, regular paint through a sprayer, as long as you protect everything and cover up your ceiling from overspray and the floor, et cetera, you're going to be in great shape. What I like to do is to try to depressurize a room when I'm spraying in it. So how would you do that very simply? You'd open up a window, stick a window fan in it, make sure it points out, and then open up another window or a door on the other side of the room and get some cross-ventilation. This way you're always moving the air outside the house, replacing it with fresh air. Sounds good. Is there, is there any concern with um, the rust coming back through? Not if you prime it. If, if you don't prime it, it can definitely come right through. But if you prime it, especially with the with rust-inhibiting primer like Rust-Oleum, it's going to kind of lock that in place. And as long as you don't have any kind of like serious leakage or something like that, I don't expect it to come back through. Super. Thanks so much. Sandy in North Carolina, you've got the money, but how can we help you today? Well, I have a situation where I have a, a um, plastic kind of sink that's in my laundry room. I've got the same one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I um, made the mistake of taking a pan that had rust on it kind of a good bit of rust on it at the time, and I soaked it thinking I was getting some some drippings or something off of the pan, and I let it sit there for days. And then I picked the pan up and went, oh, Cole, that was great. Now I have a big rust stain in the bottom of my sink from that rusty pan, and I thought, oh, my gosh. It looks to me like this is going to be the way it is unless or until I replace 
that sink. I tried vinegar-soaked rags for a couple of days. I tried CLR. The vinegar-soaked rags helped a little bit. Did you try Bonami? No, not, not yet. It's a powder cleaner. And, you know, I, I've got a well, I've got a Corian sink that it's white and it tends to stain a little bit. And I'll tell you what, for any type of a synthetic material like that, you sprinkle that Bonami in and let it sit for a bit, and it comes out really white. It's almost like bleaching your sink. It's like a gentler comet. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I would give that a shot. You, I'm sure you can find it in your in your supermarket, Bon Ami, B-O-N-A-M-I. I certainly will. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, one of the biggest selling points in a home these days is an open floor plan, especially when a kitchen flows right into a living area. You know, it accommodates our modern lifestyles and it takes into consideration the amount of time that most families spend in the kitchen. Now, opening up closed in spaces is a very popular project, but you've got to check which walls are load bearing. Otherwise, you're going to knock down a lot more than you bargained for. And once you know that, you can start the demo. That's right. Now, the pros at Stanley Tools have a great new tool that makes a demolition easy. It's a new generation hammer called FUBAR, and it's really a four-in-one tool for prying, splitting, bending, and striking. And FUBAR stands for Functional Utility Bar. For all of you folks that think it Oh, may I was be thinking something else. Something else. It's not. <laughs> they designed it that way because they know that contractors mostly use hammers to break stuff apart. And Stanley is a trusted Money Pit sponsor, and we're proud to say that the FUBAR won a Popular Science Best Innovation of the Year award. That is pretty prestigious in the uh, in the tool category, guys. So if you want to check it out, you can go to stanleytools.com and see it there. And once you've ripped through those old walls, you can start living that modern lifestyle in a brand new open floor plan. Now we've got Hong in Pennsylvania on the line who is having an issue with carpenter ants. Tell us what's going on. One day, you know, you know, in the front of the house, we have these wooden pillars and in a round base, I saw there was a neatly cut hole and the carpenter ants were climbing out of that. What's an effective way of uh, getting rid of them? Well, there's a product called Phantom, P-H-A-N-T-O-M, that's a professionally in, uh, applied pesticide, Hong. Works very well for carpenter ants and roaches and other types of pests like that. And the reason it works particularly well is because it's a non-detectable pesticide. So the ants go through this product and they bring it back to their nest, and they pass it from insect to insect. I, I think of it as germ warfare for insects. And as they pass it from insect to insect, it will uh, very quickly wipe out the entire nest. And I think a professional product like that is going to be the safest and most effective way to get rid of these ants. Because if you use a lot of over-the-counter products, chances are you're not going to get all the ants where they live because you're not going to find any product that's non-detectable that's available as an over-the-counter. And you'll end up putting more and more pesticide in than you probably really need to. So I would take a look at phantomhome.com, P-H-A-N-T-O-M, home.com. You can put in your zip code, find a number of pest control operators near your house, and have them provide you some estimates for, for controlling this. You really need to get it under control because carpenter ants, uh, are called carpenter ants for a very good reason. They do eat wood. We want to make sure that they don't eat uh, anything that's structural in your house. Yeah, you know, you know that. That's what I was. I thought 
Okay. Good luck, Hong. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. David in Oregon's on the line with an insulation question. Tell us about it. Hi, uh, I have a 1957 model house, and it's a ranch style. And we noticed this winter when we had a little bit of snow. Well, our snow left before all of our neighbors did. And we live in uh, around Salem, Oregon, there in a the valley. So it's, it's pretty mild winters and not too bad in the summer. I've got a half a dozen vents up on the, up on the, up there on the top of the roof. And those have been blocked off. And there's a fan, an exhaust fan been put in there that's on a thermostat. Right. I want to know if I need to take those out, you know, open those back up, turn the fan off, and about how much insulation I need to put in there. About, I think about a, nine inches or a foot. Well, and you say you have nine inches or a foot right now? It doesn't have, it has like maybe three right now. <laughs> okay. You know what, Leslie? It sounds like nothing he has is working is, correctly. Is the or, right thing. Or was installed right. That's right. Exactly. You know, so. generally with insulation, regardless of where you are in the country, you want anywhere between 19 and 22 inches, and that depends on if you use the fiberglass bat or the blown-in. But that's how much you need, whether you live in a hot climate or a cold climate, just to keep your home operating efficiently and keep the temperatures the way they're supposed to be inside. Now, with your venting, you really need a continuous ridge vent and you need soffit vents because with insulation, you need ventilation to make sure that it works properly. So those are really the ideal situations. And a lot of times what happens is you may have a soffit vent, but you've put insulation right over it or if you stored things and, you know, you can't even get the airflow in there. So if you have soffit vents, you need to expose them and allow them to do their job. And exhaust fans are never a good idea. Yeah, that's right, because they depressurize the attic space and they actually reach down into the house and they'll steal air conditioned air. So... We say get rid of the exhaust fan, get in continuous ridge vents, continuous soffit vents, add that 19 to 22 inches of fiberglass insulation, and finally, you will have an energy-efficient attic, and that's going to really impact both your heating and your cooling bills in a very positive way. Okay, that sounds like a good idea, and I really enjoy your guys' show, and I listen to you every weekend. All right, David, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Well, it's been linked to asthma, skin disease, and allergies, and we're talking about mold. We're going to tell you how to get rid of it after this. On the Money Pit Radio Show, pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling 888-MONEY-PIT. It is brought to you by Liquid Nails. For top jobs, demand the extraordinary strength of Liquid Nails brand heavy-duty construction adhesive. It bonds a wide range of materials, indoors and out, for a job done once, done right. Learn more about Liquid Nails brand heavy-duty construction adhesive at liquidnails.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, do you want to learn how you can save money, energy, and maybe do just your small part to save the planet as well? Well, just in time for Earth Day, take a look at our green product guide right now at moneypit.com, which is presented in part by Lutron.
That's right. You know, with a C.L dimmer from Lutron, you can dim incandescent and halogen bulbs as well as compact fluorescents and LEDs. I mean, it really covers every type of bulb out there. So you know that the dimmer that you're installing today is going to work with whatever tomorrow's energy efficient bulb is going to be because there's always a ton of them and they keep coming out. So choose Lutron and visit Lutron.com today. 888-666-3974. Give us a call right now. We will help shed some light on you your home improvement project. Well, moisture might be great for your skin and giving you a youthful appearance. Heck, it's even good when you go grocery shopping for fruit and produce. But when it comes to your home, it is the last thing that you want on the inside. That's right. Too much moisture can cause paint to peel and mold to grow, but there are ways to prevent it. Here to tell us how is the plumbing and heating expert from TV's This Old House, Richard We Welcome, Richard. Nice to be here. Now, we often think of mold being a basement problem, but mold is actually more common in the bathroom, isn't it? Well, anywhere you combine moisture, air, and some food source, drywall or a paper, you're going to get a mold problem, and the bathroom is a perfect candidate for that. And one of the best ways to prevent that is to have good bath ventilation. What are some of the options to choose from? Well, I think there's really three. The, the most common one that we all know is that bath fan. Sometimes it has an integral light in it, and it sits right in the center of the bathroom, and it turns it on, and you exhaust it to outside. Okay. They also make a remote fan now, which you could put a, as the name suggests, you could put a fan up in an attic, and it could be the fan for more than one bathroom, and that can be quieter, and it can be energy saving. So it's ducted to the individual bathrooms then, but really one motor can That's right. basically run everything. And, and the motor's efficient and quiet. Okay. And the other thing that you see more and more in these tighter houses is a thing called an energy recovery ventilator or a heat recovery ventilator. All right. Now, how does that work? Well, just imagine that all the places where you could get air that was both highly humid and filled with odor, that would be bathrooms and kitchens, Right. that leaves through an exhaust duct through this box. And as that air leaves, it will pass through this energy recovery ventilator, while at the same time, fresh air from outside will pass in the opposite direction across that stale, heated air. Now, the air doesn't touch it directly, but the heat is transferred to that new air that's coming in. Ah, so we actually take some of that heat that we paid to create in that smelly, damp, moist air, and we transfer it through this sort of heat exchange mechanism to the fresh air coming in. Yeah, we get the best of both worlds. We get preheated fresh air into the building while we're exhausting the stale air out. And with an energy recovery ventilator, we also can transfer humidity. So we're not going to be bringing in dry, dry air in the winter. We'll get some of the humidity that was in the house to stay in the house. Now, let's talk about the, uh, the, the switching mechanisms for these, because I think that one of the easiest ways to try to keep mold down in your bathroom and reduce that humidity is to make sure not only that you have the, the, the ventilator of your choice, but that it runs long enough to do the job. Timers can play an important part there, couldn't they? Right. You need enough fresh air in a building, and as the building gets tighter, as fuel goes up, people are insulating more and doing all sorts of things to keep the heat and the air in. So putting a timer for 20 or 25 minutes of every hour to just bring some fresh air in is actually good to keep ahead of that mold issue. And probably the more that you can do this with like occupancy sensors and things like that, where you don't have to depend on your kid, for example, to set a timer when they step out of the shower, makes the most sense because it's more of a chance it's going to actually get used. I think that's part of the future, Tom, is this uh, remote proximity sensors. I think in a bathroom, it should bring on the fan to bring fresh air in. It should bring on a recirc line to bring hot water to the hot water faucet. And then more and more that's being done now with some of these uh, cool home automation systems.
Now let's talk about venting. Once you take that human air out of the bathroom, it's real important that you don't put it somewhere else where it can do damage, like the attic. We've seen on acid sauce all these years, so many times the attic is so filled with mold because the vent pipe has come off of the exhaust fan and you've just been dumping highly humid air into this wooden... Which uh, is cold and condenses and it's wet all the time. Perfect condition for mold. Not yep. to mention the fact that that insulation getting wet really doesn't do its job very well That's either. Right. That's right. We often see that flexible ducting that's used on these bath fans also, can, if it's not supported, can provide sag points where moisture will sit in it and that really becomes a mold place. So it becomes almost a trap, just That's like right. a plumbing trap, That's but right. it's collecting condensation. That's right. Now, what are some other things that you can do to reduce mold in the bathroom? Um, specifically, let's talk about grout uh, or caulk, for example. That's that one dirty area of the house that you wish you'd get clean, but sometimes you just can't. Well, they have mildew-resistant caulking, and you know that can, that can do a good job. It's not going to stop every bit of mildew if you've got high, high humidity levels. Uh, you can use paperless mold-resistant drywall in the bathroom. You've got to really get rid of that food source, which is any paper or cellulose where mold wants to grow. And uh, always make sure you have a paint that has a mildew-resistant additive right. to it as well. That's right. Yeah, so it, essentially, if we want to stop mold growth in our bathroom, we need to attack it on all fronts. We need yeah. to make sure we keep the humidity down, we ventilate all that warm, moist air, and then any other opportunity we have to choose something that's mold-resistant then definitely take that step. Water is the active ingredient that you've got to stay ahead of most importantly. Fortunately, we need a lot of that in the bathroom. <laughs> That's right. Richard Tathui, the plumbing and heating contractor from TV's This Old House. Great advice, as always. Thanks for stopping by. Great to be here. All right, you can catch the current season of This Old House and Ask This Old House on PBS. For your local listings and some great step-by-step -step videos on home improvement projects you can tackle this weekend, visit thisoldhouse.com. And This Old House is brought to you by Lumber Liquidators. Lumber Liquidators, hardwood floors for less. Up next, wooden trim can add drama and beauty to a room. That is, until you get a nick in it. Fortunately, there's an easy way to fix it, and we'll share that tip with you after this. The Money Pit is brought to you by Bear Premium Exterior Weatherproofing Wood Stains and Finishes. Formulated to restore, beautify, and protect deck fences and siding year-round. Bear is available exclusively at the Home Depot, where you can visit the new Exterior Wood Care Center, built to help you find the right products and colors for your project. For more information, visit BEHR.com. The Money Pit is brought to you by Lutron Dimmers and Sensors. Tired of reminding your family to turn off the lights? Install a Lutron Maestro occupancy sensor and you'll never have to remind them again. It works with all bulb types and only takes about 15 minutes to install. For easy upgrades with big impact, choose Lutron. Visit ChooseLutron.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at MoneyPit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And why don't you pick up the phone and be on the Money Pit today? Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT. We are giving away a great prize this hour to one lucky caller who gets on the air with us. And it's really a great solution to any seating and storage problems that you might have at your Money Pit because we are giving away a closet-made cubicle three cube bench with three neat little fabric bins that fit underneath in these little cubes to stash things completely out of sight. I mean, I don't care if you keep that little bin messy. As long as it's pushed in and closed, it looks super tidy from the outside. It's perfect for a closet or an entryway, garage, 
bedroom, kids' room, even a mudroom, and it's worth 81 bucks. So give us a call at 888 Pit for help with your home improvement project and your chance to win. 888-666-3974. Dorothy in California is on the line, and she needs some help with a wall texture. Tell us what you're working on. Well, what we had, we have a wall, and it was a heater there. We, we took the heater out. It was in the hallway. And uh, then we finished everything, and now we're trying to find a way to kind of match the texture that was there originally. And what kind of texture would you have? How would you describe this texture, Dorothy? Well, it would have, like, some of them will be a round shape, and the other one's like an oval shape, and then they will have little tiny circles. And then in some cases, you will have, like, they went over with a brush or something. So they're kind of a different type of shape and sizes of uh, circles or oval shape. Okay. So um, one of the things that you can do is, you could, once that's all patched and repaired, is you can apply some spackle to the surface of the drywall like we used to do when it was plaster of Paris. Okay. And then you can take a wallpaper brush, which is a big, heavy, bristled brush, and twist that brush with your with your hand. Twist it, and it makes circles in that wet spackle. And if it's a big circle, use a bigger brush. If it's a smaller circle, use a smaller brush. And you can twist it and try to sort of match the pattern as closely as you can to what was there before. And then just paint the whole thing the same color, and it'll probably blend in pretty nicely. All right. Thank you so much for your help. Well, adding some wood trim to your doors or your windows can take a what might have been a plain and boxy-looking room and turn it into a very warm and stylish space with a lot of detail. But once you've mastered the art of cutting all of those miters and making it look just right, what do you do if you get a big nick or gouge in the trim pieces once it's up? Well, the experts at Elmer's have a good solution. That's right. You know, it's as simple as using a wood filler if you pick the right kind. Now, Elmer's makes a professional-grade wood filler that's perfect for trim work, and what's really great about it is that once it dries, you can sand it smooth, and then you can also stain it to match your wood, or you can even buy it pre-stained. You just put the filler in with a putty knife, but don't apply it flush. You want to put in a little more so that you can sand it down to a really nice, smooth finish. And Elmer's is a sponsor of our program, and they always have great info to go along with their products. So if you want to learn some more, Head on over to their website at elmers.com. They'll help you with all of your adhesive needs. And if there's a project on your to-do list, pick up the phone and call us right now at 888-MONEY-PIT. Virginia in North Carolina has a gardening question for us. How can we help you today? Yes. Uh, can you tell me if automatic sprinklers in the lawn are cost-effective in this area? In North Carolina? That's right. Now, do you have a sprinkler system already no, or are you not. thinking about it? Now, it's kind of interesting because sprinkler systems, they help you absolutely to have a beautiful lawn and really make it easy to water your lawn and keep things lush and green without forgetting, which was our problem before we actually got a sprinkler system. But if you want an efficient system, you can actually get sprinkler heads that are part of the Water Sense rating program. And what that is, it's something very similar to Energy Star, where they take, you know, the sprinkler head and make sure that it only uses a certain amount of water, you know, and and really cuts down on your water usage, which is going to save you money and, of course, save the environment by using less water. So that's one way to create an efficient system. Well, is that something that the local uh, lawn people would know about? 
You know, Virginia, if you want some more specifics on, you know, irrigation specialists in your area that might actually use those water sense rated sprinkler systems, go to the epa.gov website. It's epa.gov slash water sense. And when you're there, you can actually search for certified irrigation partners of the water sense program. There's actually 65 listed for North Carolina alone. I'm not sure where in North Carolina these folks are, but I'm sure someone is where you live and you can actually get to work today. All right. Thank you very much. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Up next, are your floorboards squeaking louder than maybe your teenager's music? We're going to tell you how to fix that problem. The boards, not the teenager. Next. The Money Pit is brought to you by Santa Fe, makers of the world's most energy-efficient basement and crawl space dehumidifier. Santa Fe offers a complete line of high-capacity Energy Star-rated dehumidifiers specifically designed to effectively operate in the cooler temperatures of crawl spaces and basements. Visit dehumidifiersolutions.com to learn more. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And it's Allergy Awareness Month. And boy, am I feeling the allergies this time of year. It is just terrible. And it's really a great time to test your allergy IQ and actually learn how to make your home a free breathing zone. For example, did you know getting rid of wall-to-wall carpet banishes 90% of dust mites? Ugh can't even think about dust mites. It just grosses me out. But it gets rid of 90% of dust mites from any space. If you want to learn other allergy battling tips, log on to moneypit.com and search allergy relief and you and your itchy eyes and runny nose and phlegmy throat will be so super glad you did. You can tell that I am an allergy sufferer. (laughs) And while you're online, you can head on over to moneypit.com and post your home improvement question, which is what James in Connecticut did. That's right. And James wrote, I love my old old, mostly restored colonial home, but the floor is showing its age. The floorboards squeak. Why does this happen? Do I have to call in a pro or is there a way I can fix it myself? Hey, you know what? It it doesn't matter if it's an old house or a new house. Floorboards always squeak. I mean, I've fixed uh, squeaky floorboards in homes that were literally months old and homes that were 200 years old. So floorboards are always going to squeak. And there's a number of ways to fix them. And it really starts with what kind of floors you have. I'd say the average person in America has a plywood subfloor. And for plywood subfloors, uh, it depends on whether what kind of floor is on top of it. But let's just say it's average plywood subfloor, perhaps with some carpet on top. I'll give you a little trick of the trade on that. And that is that you've got to secure the floorboard, in this case, the subfloor, to the floor joist below. So if you can locate a stud finder, one of these electronic devices that will help you identify where the beam is below the floor, if you drive a number 10 or number 12 a finished nail, and the hot dip galvanized nails work the best because they're rough and they have more holding power. On a slight angle, you can actually drive that right through the carpet, set the nail through the carpet, and it'll be invisible once you sort of pop carpet back up through the head. If you do it in a couple of places right around where that squeak is, it will tighten that subfloor to the floor joist, and that will stop the squeak once and for all. Now, if that's not possible, but you can get under it, you could also add blocks, wood blocks between the floor joists and the subfloor and use some construction adhesive there and then screw and attach those to help uh, stabilize the movement. When floors squeak, it's because of movement in the floorboards. And if you can stabilize it from the top down or the bottom up, that will quiet them. 
Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And it really does make a huge difference. All right. Now I've got a post from Tildy in Texas who's writing, I'm going to paint my son's room. My husband wants to use non-toxic paint. Is it worth the price difference? What's the problem with traditional paint? Well, it really varies, Tildy. You know, when you want to go for an eco or environmentally friendly paint, you're looking at paints that are low in VOC, which stands for volatile organic compounds, which is like a benzene or a formaldehyde. And what happens is they off-gas out of the paint, you know, for years. And that causes all kinds of problems, you know, including asthma, possibly even cancer. So VOC paints, you know, it's really what you want to look for. You want low odor, no carcinogens. They come in better colors than they used to custom colors they're easy to apply almost every manufacturer has got one i feel it's worth it just for a health benefit and it really is a great paint so definitely take the time and search those out this is the money pit home improvement radio show hope you are enjoying this hour's program and that we've given you a few tips and advice on how do you get some stuff done around your house the great time to get outside it's the spring season it doesn't get any better than this to tackle a home improvement project in or around your house. And we are here to help you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can always reach us at moneypit.com or by picking up the phone and calling us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. That's all the time we have for today's program. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. You live in a money pit. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.